0: Right, Thanks for tuning in to Impact Mentality, I'm sitting here with Julie and I just want to be able to let her speak as far as what she's doing, where she at in life, um, where she started at, so she's going to give you her origin story. Um, how she all how it all began for owning businesses and where she's at today. So Julie, uh, welcome to Impact Mentality, and uh, yeah, let's hear your origin story. Where did this uh, business owner, uh, entrepreneur all start?
1: Okay, so thanks for having me. Um, I guess I've always been a driven person, I've always wanted to be a lawyer, I couldn't tell you why, but I think it was mostly because I wanted to have autonomy and I wanted to work on my own and for myself. So. Um, when I was 17, I started working in a law firm as an intern and they offered me a job. I stayed there for five years and then I switched jobs and I actually uh, started working for my now business partner as her paralegal. I got accepted to law school. I worked for her through law school. And then she and I um, were very like-minded. We're very in- similar. The things about us that are the same are very strange. Um, we actually got married on the same day too, uh, before we even knew each other. Uh, so I worked for her. I got out of law school. I was on maternity leave with my first daughter. And um, she was a partner at the firm that we both worked at. And she's called me while I was on maternity leave and she said, I, I can't stay here anymore. I need to be out on my own. I'm ready to do I Like, I, I just, this is not what I signed up for. Do you want to come with me? And I said, well, I'm not staying in the sinking ship, so yeah, absolutely, I want to come with you. She said, great, you'll be a great business partner. Um, I was a baby lawyer. I had been a lawyer for four months at the point in which we opened our firm, but there was a lot of just, you know, prayer, I guess, and and hope. (laughs) But it worked out. We busted our ass for a while, and... um, so honestly looking back within six months we're both saying it was the best decision we had ever made. We took out a loan to open up the firm which we repaid within a couple months. Things were rolling and moving and we saw it as a challenge to you know, build and grow and to prove the naysayers wrong. And we both like a good challenge which led us into owning a salon together which we acquired about two and a half years ago. And then um, now i keep finding different opportunities to grow my brand i guess it is and so now i also own part owner of crossfit amrap and i just like a challenge and i don't want to ever get to the point where i'm sitting in my life going on board or i you know this isn't what i wanted or this isn't where i want to be so you know with all that being said, I don't think you're ever going to be 100% ready to do anything, but it's the challenge, and you have to trust yourself and your instincts and just go for it.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. Now, when you guys first started um, your business together, like we're sitting in, you know, uh, for those who are, who are listening, we're sitting in a nice office um, along the river, and it's a beautiful place, beautiful location, and it just so happens to be that your uh, lawyer firm is. Right, connected to your salon. Mm-hmm. So, how did this all start? Did, was this right from the beginning? Did this you have to is, work up towards this?
1: No, this is not what it looked like in the beginning. I actually joked that my first office looked like a closet. Our, so, when we decided to go out on our own, we were both terrified. Um, we looked. We were looking at you know office spaces. We found a space we liked. The landlord showed it to us. Like we can you know build this out. We can change the walls. Whatever. And we're like, nope, we want it just like this because we were too afraid that we wouldn't be able to afford any of the changes that we needed to make. We were, you know, focused on, you know, just getting out on our own and figuring it out. So we moved into this, you know, it was 1,700 square foot office in a perfectly respectable office building off of Randall Road in Elgin. And, but it was built out. Some of the offices were huge and some were really tiny. And so my business partner got this large office because she had been practicing for five years longer than me. And my office was... Um, probably a third of the size of the office we're sitting in now like you had to kind of inch your way around the desk and whatnot but um, it was my closet and I loved it because it was my first office as a boss.
0: That's great that's awesome. Now for somebody who's just first starting off their business what would be some key things to like think about because a lot of people who are listening to this they might be listening to uh, the Get Your Mind Right podcast on Mondays but other people might be tuning into this podcast that is going on once a month uh, for business owners, business mindsets. So what are some things that you would say if you're wanting to start off a business or what to look out for um, if you want to, you know, obviously you start your own firm. So what are kind of those just like very simple, just like pointers that if you were looking back, you wish somebody would have told you?
1: Um, Definitely, you know, keeping it simple at the beginning and going into it, understanding that there will be nights when you are, you know, staying up, you know, hustling, doing whatever you can to come bring business in. Both my business partner and I had young kids at the time we started our firm. I had an infant and um, family has always been very important to us, which is why we wanted to go off on our own because we wanted to have the flexibility to be with our families. But you know, we were going home every night. Spending the time with our kids after work, putting them to bed and then both opening our laptops and doing some online marketing and whatnot. And, you know, keeping in mind that it's one day at a time and there's ebbs and flows to starting a new business and not panicking at the first step back. Because I think a lot of people will panic and say, oh, I can't do this and pull all their money out and be like, no, I'm gonna go work for someone else. But, um, you know, as long as you're, you have know, the heart and the hustle, I think, And a good business model, obviously, there are business models that fail for people who have the heart and hustle, but you can't, you have to ride it out a little bit sometimes and you have to, you know, give those ebbs and flows a chance to even out.
0: Yeah, for sure. So we're sitting in your office and uh, the salon is not too far away. How, how long were you a lawyer before you realized like, hey, I want my next challenge and it's going to be a salon. And how did that come about the whole salon thing being your next challenge? Was it something that just happened? Was it something you guys just like, it, it, you saw an opportunity or what's the story behind that?
1: So if you ask both myself and my business partner, if we could hit a button and do anything, what would we have done, but still be kind of with the freedom we have now, financially and otherwise, we both said we would have owned a hair salon. So always was kind of, both of our first jobs were in a hair salon at shampoo girls um and so it was an opportunity that we didn't really think about up front an opportunity presented itself we knew someone that had a strip mall with a built-out salon the woman who owned the salon her husband got transferred to california and the opportunity said hey you know this is a fully built-out salon if you want to give it a shot let you know this is something that interests you and when we started it was just kind of a side hustle for both of us we thought this will be fun we'll get our hair done. you know it'll be great and it's turned into something kind of amazing. So our first salon started in Hampshire, and then when we moved our office to our current location in downtown West MD, there was another location available for the salon that has floor-to-ceiling windows. It's gorgeous, and we decided that that would be a perfect location. So for a while we had two, and then we closed the one in Hampshire and we moved everyone here. And the salon is competing with the firm for you know gross revenue on an annual basis. It's just it's grown to be so much bigger than the side hustle that we both expected it to be. And it was kind of just about being open to the idea because when we first decided to open a salon, we had no idea how to run a salon. You know, we had to hire a manager, we had to do all of that. But it's, again, it's about seeing a challenge and, you know, taking it and running with it. And that's how we both kind of work. We make, we, like, we don't like to say we make snap decisions, we make swift decisions. We we see an opportunity, we're on the same page, and we go for it.
0: That's great, that's great. So with you owning these businesses, have you ever thought how empowering it is to maybe, you know, if, if, a, if a young female hears this story, or maybe even somebody your age, or maybe even mm-hmm. somebody older, have you thought of like the influence that you can bring to the, the youth of today's generation as far as like, hey, I own a salon, I'm a lawyer, I run my own businesses. Not only am I helping females feel strong, but also beautiful by doing that. So have you thought about the impact that you and your business partner can bring to other females, other women in today's society where sometimes maybe it's not viewed as that's, I think today it's more common, but maybe before it wasn't as common when you would hear females owning multiple businesses or maybe even businesses at all. So have you thought about that?
1: I look at that often from the lens of my daughter, like the example I'm setting for, for her. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the legal field is a heavily male-dominated field and it's changing, of course, but um, I refer a lot to the good old boys club and you've got these attorneys who are men and they're, you know, late 40s 50s 60s who have been doing this forever and they see us young females coming in and they um, you know I think they're threatened by us but we have to work harder we have to hustle harder because we have to prove ourselves Whereas they walk in with their you know their suit and their beer belly and they are automatically respected Um, but I think a lot of clients find that refreshing for the, the lawyer aspect but We try to do a lot, we hire, you know, it's not intentional that we are an office full of women. We have had men work for us before, but you know, it's something that people are drawn to. We, you know, try and do as much as we can for the community. Um, But again, back to it, like I I always think about, you know, the example I'm setting for my daughter and my nieces and my, some family members and cousins that are younger than me. Um, I bring my daughter to the, to the gym a lot because I didn't have that growing up. My parents were—I mean, my dad worked, my mom kind of worked but stayed home a lot, and that's perfectly respectable. It just wasn't the career path for me, and I want to show my daughter that she should, you know, she can stand up to herself when it comes to when she when she's talking to a man, or um, that she should be strong and that she should be. Physically active and you know, she should be trying hard in school and we often have conversations about you know, What she can do with her life and how to get there and um, I? Think a lot of it focuses for me on what she sees.
0: Yeah, absolutely And That's really cool to be able to hear that knowing that you're thinking about the next generation of people not just the people in your community now, but all of those that you can help influence and impact along the way now if somebody were to want you know services for legal advice or um, to get a, a- Fresh cut, so to say, I guess, in my terms. Um, what what kind of services are you? What What's your specific um, in your lawyer? What do you provide at the salon? What kind of things can you provide for people? So
1: the law firm we practice uh, primarily family law, which is divorce, uh, child custody. It's not called custody anymore, but that's what we do. With child support. Um, and then we do real estate transactions, residential real estate transactions. So if you're selling your house or you're buying a new house, we'll represent you with the contract and going over the um, mortgage stocks, the closing, and we will help you from contract to finish. Um, I would say that we're about you know, 80% of our practices, the divorce family law, and then another 20% is the real estate. And the salon, it's um, a full service salon. We don't do nails, but we do um, all hair services full body waxing, um, spray tans, facials, eyelash extensions, those are huge right now. Um, Very high end. We have a great group of stylists. We have two stylists who are educators for our color line. We have uh, another stylist who works with some of our product companies and doing some training for them. So we actually we try really hard within the salon to find a great group of stylists who are very talented, but also to keep out that. Um, salons have a, a reputation for being high drama, and we, t- we do our best to keep that drama out, and our stylists seem to appreciate it. And then, you know, I know you talked about this already with what the services that the gym offers, but you know, it's everything from personal training to boot camp to CrossFit type workouts. Great.
0: Great. So, if you are in the McHenry County area, I would for sure uh, check out all of the different services that Julie provides. Now, in okay. King. Yeah, in King County. Um, so, now with all that being said, let's say for instance, there's females listening to this podcast right now. There is a young teenager somewhere, um, you know, maybe sitting at school right now, thinking about her future, and she wants to do something big like you. She wants to own multiple businesses. Maybe there's a a, a mother somewhere, um, single mother out there and she's wanting to start a business whether it's small, big and different. Now you said you like the challenge. Do you have anything else for, not? I guess not only just female I say female because um, it's very empowering as far as what you're doing but in this world that obviously that you've said before has been male dominant before for owning businesses and even being a lawyer in certain areas, um, would there be any advice or any other things that you could say to them to encourage them, to motivate them, to inspire them to go after their, their dreams?
1: Um, I, a lot of people talk about how I'm just not ready, I have to do this, I have to do this. You're never going to be 100% ready to take that leap All of your ducks are never going to fall as nicely into a row as you think they are. So um, it's about, you know, planning is important, but also, you know, having faith in yourself. Um, Making sure that, you know, you've got a general understanding of what it is you're looking for, but then at some point you just have to believe in yourself that you've done the work that you need to do and that you're ready to go into it. Um, I can't. I don't come for money. I didn't have, you know, someone or a trust fund or any type of, you know, anyone standing behind me saying, here's a, here's a big check that I can write you if this doesn't work out or to help you. Um, it's about, you know, there were points in time where I put myself into a little bit of debt to make, you know, the salon happen or whatever it was, but um, trusting that, trusting in my gut and knowing that I would come out the other side ahead.
0: That's great, that's great. Um, so with that all being said, um, we're going to end it there. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Impact Mentality on the business side and how local businesses are making a difference in our community and being able to give back. So hopefully that you can take some of the things that Julie covered and take that out and apply it to your life. Whether you're running a business, whether you're an employee, whether you have goals, um, dreams, visions for your future, or maybe you can even sow this into your kids to be able to go after a challenge, make sure that you plan accordingly, and um, maybe even find a mentor along the way to help you out um, to go after those goals and dreams. So, again, check out Julie Pirtle, um on her website for Poochie Purtle.
1: It's www.poochiepirtle.com, www.shineslawn.net. Or that's the salon's website also. You'll find my bio on Poochie Pearl's website.
0: Perfect. And then CrossFit Amrap for all your fitness needs. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.